It's a new day. Yes, it is. Wakey, wakey. Time to get up. Good morning, citizens. Open at them. Rise and shine. This is your wake-up call, people. Come on, the coffee's on. We're going to get you guys circulating on Christian radio. I understand young people. I know what's hip. I know what's on. I know what's lit. I know what's fleet. What's up, my nerds? Nerds! I work with a bunch of nerds. I'm a nerd, and uh, I'm pretty proud of it. Rise and shine, nerds. Welcome to the Back Row Morning Show, a part of the Love Thy Nerd Podcast Network and the official exclusive morning show for LTN Radio. I'm Radio Matt. I'm the station manager for LTN Radio. I'm a third-generation radio dude and a lifelong nerd. Also, my favorite old-school Game Boy game is Super Mario Land 2, Six Golden Coins. And I'm Mo, the shorter yet louder, and some might say smarter counterpart to the back row. I'm a wife, mom, super fan of all things friends, and I taught myself how to play Amazing Grace on the piano. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Like when? When I was 13. Oh, I thought like during COVID, during quarantine. Oh, no. <laughs> no. I taught right. myself how to rip up flooring during COVID. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Destroy the house a bit. Yeah. <laughs> it's cathartic, really. I, mean, I feel like I already knew how to do that, but... <laughs> Just solidified it, that's all. Today on the show, tooth fairy rates are outrageous. We've also got a junk food Tuesday taste test, ask us anything, five random facts, and more. But first, today is Tuesday, June 1st, 2021. We're in the sixth month, y'all, and we've got some holidays to celebrate. We did it. We did it. It's International Tabletop Game Day. Mm Mm-hmm. What, what was your game favorite you tabletop play? game, guys? Wow. We need to know. <laughs> what game are you going to play today? Not Monopoly. Not that's Monopoly. That's the worst tabletop worst game on the planet. Game ever. <laughs> uh, what's that game? Code Names. Code Names is a blast. That's Code just a fun a game. I love Code All Names. around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good one. It's a good game. Uh, we also have a game called Virus. That's mm-hmm. pretty fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We enjoy There's that a game one. called Pandemic. Yeah, that's okay. We'll just leave it at that. Yeah, I don't, I don't need any memory <laughs> of what we lived through. It's also National Go Barefoot Day. Gross. I go barefoot all the time. Blech. I am barefoot. Uh, put your foot down. <laughs> Ugh. Now. <laughs> Feet gross me out. Um, Hey, I got nice feet. Thank you very Not much. Just your feet. Feet in general. Well, that's fine. But especially your feet. But I got nice feet. <laughs> um, look, see, see. What? It's National Say Something Nice Day. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm gonna make you do you like I do feet. my kids. That's the thing. You said one negative thing. Now you got to say three positive things. You have normal feet. They don't smell at all, and they're the perfect proportion for your body. <laughs> Just yesterday, you said that they were nubs. They're very much nubs. <laughs> you can wear your, small. what, 11-year-old daughter's? She's 10. 10-year-old daughter. See, it's worse. <laughs> 10-year-old daughter's shoes. You got nubs. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. It just means I can buy kid sizes, and they're significantly cheaper. And cooler. They have cooler designs. <laughs> I can still you can have light-up shoes. <laughs> <laughs> you can have wheelies. That's right. <laughs> ha. Um, it's pen pal day. Did you ever have a pen pal? I did. I was the... 
You were the bad one. So in fourth grade, we all like we paired up with another fourth grade class in Wisconsin. Yeah. And we all had a pen pal. And I still can see her. I don't remember her name, but I can see her. And she was so awesome. I mean, she wrote me like on a weekly basis. And I never wrote her one single letter. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I'm a terrible pen pal. That's awful. I'm awful. I'm the worst. <laughs> yeah. I never had a pen pal. Well, I mean, really, I never had a pen pal either. <laughs> <laughs> or I had a pen pal. You had she a pen pal. Did she it. did not, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she had a ghost she was writing to. Apparently. <laughs> um, and it's your favorite holiday as well. It is World Milk Day. Mm, celebrate good milk. Come on. <laughs> milk is great. Milk is delicious. Unless you're lactose intolerant. And in no, it can case, still be delicious. It's it just disgusting. has a problem. <laughs> just causes a problem is all. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, we are going to argue on Discord. Quit. What are you sniffing for? My nose was running. All right, so this new segment, uh, which we've done once before uh, now, is uh, Arguing on Discord, where we jump into the chat on the Back Row Buds Discord channel, uh, server, whatever it's called, which you can find at backrowdiscord.com, uh, and you can join as well. Uh, and we ask you uh, a basic internet uh, argument question, and we want to hear your thoughts. Uh, so right now we only have our buddy Brian in the chat, and that might be all we have because we are recording this on a weird night. Uh, so our normal <laughs> listeners are not, are not typically here, but that's okay. Let's uh, let's jump in and see if we can hear him. Uh, are you there, Brian? Okay, they He's they can't in. hear you on the our buddy on Brian. Yet. Hold on, that's... all right, say that again. I still can't hear you. Gush, <laughs> stupid OBS. All right, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's get this fixed. Is it that? I think it's that. Test again. I am here. Yeah, we got you. All right, they can hear you. How are you scary. doing today, Brian? Yeah, we got you. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> <laughs> we got There's you now. You've, fall, you've fallen into our trap. What's the other holiday? What is it? Luther's birthday. Oh, it's my June. Son. June first is Luther's birthday. Yep. Sweet. Yep. Well, happy, happy birthday, birthday to Luther. Luther. Ten years old. Ten. Ten. Yeah. Aww. That's always the worst when our babies, when our youngest hit double digits. Mila turned ten in I April. Know, reminding me. I mean, it's hard. I know. I've been crying all morning. I know. Please stop talking about it. <laughs> Man, and no, dude, I, I want to cry just thinking about it. Thinking but, about, I mean, they're I never watched... going to go back to single digits. Like, right. they're in double digits for the rest of their lives. Right. It's I watched I watched sad. a Facebook video of my oldest when he was four, and he was talking about all the imaginary friends he had, and he knew them all by name. Like... Like crazy names like Krish Crush and Google Glass and blah, 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 and Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> but he just listed like 20 people. Like it's this person and this person, this person, this person. And, you know, they, they just hang out. They have fun. I'm like, man, he's never going to be that way again. Like he's yeah. never going to be that young again. Yeah. It broke my heart. Mm-hmm. And it's now our, our youngest just turned four. Well, I guess not our youngest anymore, technically, because no. we're about to have another youngest. But yeah. our middle one just turned four. 
Uh, it's rough. It's rough. But happy birthday, Luther. We're not trying to be down on your birthday. Happy birthday. <laughs> Just parents are sad people. <laughs> You'll understand one day. All right. We also have uh, Toffee in here. Toffee, are you there? Hello. Hey, Go to bed. So Go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> so unenthusiastic. Oh. And Lark is here as well. Hello, Lark. I just saw that you were alive, so I'm oh, like. Sweet. Well, you jumped in at just the Yay! right time. And uh, you might have a unique perspective on this because our argument oh, today no. is uh, cats or dogs, which is the better pet. So uh, we'll go. We'll go in order of joining. So Oriel, you got here first. Brian, uh, tell us your thoughts. Which is the better pet and why? Dogs are the better pet because you can actually do a lot more with them. You can take them on walks. They're more loyal. They are more fun cats. They just don't want to be around you. Yeah, cats I feel like they would be fine if you if you like died on the street and never came home. No. They'd be fine. They'd be like, all right, exactly. this is my house now. Like it's always been my exactly. house. <laughs> Dogs are—they want to be around you. They want to get petted by you. They just want to have so much fun with you. Cats can care less if you're there. <laughs> All right, Topher, what do you think? Do you agree or disagree? Uh, I completely disagree. Ooh, okay. Why cats are cats better? Are, cats are the much better pet. Uh, main reason is because of how like less maintenance they are dogs okay. dogs are very high maintenance animals you gotta give them a lot of attention that's true like if you're on a daily basis if you don't want to play with your dog you Does sure you have to feed them on a daily basis <laughs> you have cats, to feed them cats cats will go get a bird they're fine they don't need you exactly they'll go snatch a bird right out of i don't the air. know i don't know how you train your cats but my cat loves to be petted he loves attention. It is true. Does your cat ever just spontaneously attack you in the middle of a pet? No. Because that's no. what most cats are known not for. Not in the middle of it. If I go to pet him and he's not having a good day, then he'll <laughs> But it won't be but like you're petting him for like 10 minutes and then he's like, I'm done. Doesn't do that? No, okay. Do that. Dangerous cat did that and it was quite annoying. All right, Lark, what are your thoughts? You have lived with a cat. For many, I've also for many lived months. with a dog, though it was my grandma's dog. Oh, okay. So my opinion is both because I'm annoying, but also because there's a lot of nuance to it. I mean, at least you, um, at least you're aware. So the thing is, there are advantages and disadvantages to both. Because like a cat, you can leave the house all day and know the cat will be fine. Most cats, I several cats, just say boyish and anxiety, like, oh, I don't know, Felix at first. Um, but, <laughs> I love that boy, but he's crazy. Felix, for context, housemate's cat. Yeah. But, so, like, you can leave the cat, cat will be fine. But also, cats tend to lead to a bit different of a relationship than with the dog. Like, the dog is going to be, like, a different level of friendly than the cat. And, like, training a dog can be a bit easier than training a cat. Also, dogs tend to be a bit more friendly. However, the cat, I know for a fact, is a lot more likely to be helpful if there was a mouse in the house. A dog is a lot more likely to be helpful if there's a weird person at the door and I want to actually know that they're there. <laughs> the cat tends to just either ignore the person or say hi silently. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, so, mm -hmm. uh, both, but for very different reasons. Okay, okay. That's fair. Uh, I would well, say... I've got silver... Silver sent me a message saying 
that she's away from her computer. Okay. And that to say that dogs are better for her. That's her opinion. <laughs> and where is dogs this? Dogs are the... She sent you a private message for this? <laughs> yeah, she sent me a private message. I don't I don't know that I believe you. I don't know. I got Rogar on the line over here. He's yeah, just right. saying, no. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I just messaged her today. Hopefully she'll show up. <laughs> uh, okay, so I I, I want to give my opinion. Mo can give her opinion as well. Okay. Um I, I I agree with you, Lark, that there is there is a lot of nuance to it. And I'm not sure I'm firmly in this camp, but I do lean towards dogs simply because that it, it kind of kind of what uh, Oriel said. It's that that they really care about you. They want you to be there, <laughs> like all the time. Now that can get taxing if you don't want to be uh, entertaining a dog all the time. But you know, I'm remembering my dogs growing up, and you know that was that was a joy. That was a bonding thing. I don't. They, uh, I've talked to Deidre. Deidre never really felt a bond with her cat growing up you have a cat it's a pet the pet does its own thing uh you'll have moments where you know you'll pet the pet the cat or whatever but you don't like have this like heart palpitating like connection with your pet like you get with a dog typically in most cases now, some people are different uh i'll agree but i just it's 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 more of a connection i feel with dogs than cats that being said Topher is also right that cats are way less maintenance than dogs. Dogs are a lot. <laughs> Which is why we don't own a dog. <sighs> uh, Topher's adding one more point. Uh, you can get whatever cat breed you want and they'll stay relatively small. Small enough to cuddle on your lap. Hey, that's a good point. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. Dogs are puppies for like a day and a half and then they're horses. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. If a large breed, you yeah. know, which are most of your dog breeds. They are larger. If the dog vote is for Chihuahua, then I vote cat. Oh, uh, absolutely. Fact. Yeah, you're right about that. My mom has had two Chihuahuas in the last 10 That's years. That's not a dog. They're rats. That's a loud rat. That's all that is. It's a loud, annoying, high-pitched rat. <laughs> <laughs> That's all it is. <laughs> The worst. Okay. It's the worst. So my. Uh, okay, I grew up with dogs and cats. We currently have both dogs and a cat in our home. I gotta say, I really think that I lean more towards cats, and I love one of our dogs. I love two of our dogs. <laughs> The other two can kick rocks. <laughs> the other two I don't care for at all. But the our cat, and Topher is right, he really actually does. As soon as we walk in, he will come up and he'll meow. Just like a dog kind of greets you at the door. He comes up and he meows. And then he comes and he sits next to you and he'll get up in your lap. He's very affectionate and very loving, which it is kind of... Um, unheard of for cats. Cats usually are, yeah. you know, love me on my terms, not on yours. <laughs> Whereas dogs will love you all the time. Love me when I want to be loved. Yeah. <laughs> um, which, you know, I can kind of understand that. Uh, I feel the same. But 
we can leave the cat to go on vacation. Yeah. Make sure that he has right. food and low water. Low maintenance. Yeah. The cat's not dumb enough to just eat all the food in the first hour after you're gone. Fact. <laughs> a week's worth of food. I've had to cat sit for cats before, and sometimes they eat first. Oh, <sighs> goodness. Well, okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But I will say this. I will say this. Speaking to the loyalty of dogs... It has been proven, there's some kind of research that's gone around that if you die and your dog is with you, your dog will lay beside you and also die. If you die and your cat is with you, your cat will eat you to survive. (laughs) So, I mean, for a lot of people, that's an argument in the dog camp. Like, see, they're loyal, they love you, they'll die with you. And for me, it's like, uh... They're dumb. Cats are out for survival. I'm dead anyway. I won't care. Eat me to stay alive. Oh, man. That's so sad. (laughs) Stupid dog laying down and dying with me out of love. Idiot dog. Can't believe I had you as a pet. Can't believe I was stuck in the wilderness with you and yeah, died next exactly, to you. That's exactly what our bosses would have, do after peeing me on me. Duck or that's something. what they would do. <laughs> Sitting here starving and, and instead of like said, getting help. Hold on. Hold on. Lark, did you say that dogs were easier to train? Did Was that Lark that said that? It's easier to train I them to like do things. Because the cat will do what the cat wants to do. The dogs, sometimes you can convince them to do things. Absolutely right. Okay. Absolutely right. Our dogs are idiots. <laughs> Oriel mentioned, and I was going to bring this up, but I wasn't sure how many people would get the reference. But yeah, he, he said, makes me think of Futurama. Uh, yeah. Have, have you ever seen that episode? It sounds very familiar. So, you know, he's he's a thousand years in the future. That's the whole thing. Yeah. Right? And he's wondering what happened to his dog. And he, and, and, you know, at the end of the episode imagines, yeah, his dog went on to have a great life and, you know, probably had many different owners after him and all this and forgot about me. And then we go back and we flash back to see the dog and the dog is waiting at the, the pizza place where he works, waiting for him to come back forever for the yeah. rest of his life. And yeah. he lays down and dies right there in front of that thing. Sweet. And it was one of the saddest cartoons I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but anyway, thank you everybody for jumping in the chat. We're going to go ahead and close the chat now. But wait, wait. Wait, what, wait, wait. Hold on. Wins? Wait, we're not going to close the chat. What wins? What? Oh, well, I don't know. You didn't say. We, uh, we were, we're both, we both made judge. good points. We're supposed to figure it out. But you and I both okay, disagree. Hold on. <laughs> okay, Kaylee is in the chat. Kaylee, really quick. Cats or dogs? What's the better animal? She's going to say dogs. I know she is. Kaylee, what's the better animal you're going to choose? She's going to say dogs. <laughs> I'd ask Thoy to weigh in, but Thoy is busy with other friends. Ah, uh, three, three does. Yeah. Three, we're the more important friends. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know that. She might have very important friends. <laughs> we're the friends she plays among us with. We're probably low on the total ball when it comes to importance. So Kaylee hates dogs. Dogs, dogs win. win. All right, that's the official ruling. Sorry, cat people. Dogs win. Dogs win. Look, I gave in to the gif jif debate last time. I'm going all in for dogs. Here we go. Topher, we put up good arguments, so <laughs> now get off and go do your work. Now we're closing chat. Do your homework, Topher. Goodness. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. (laughs) I'm doing it. Please do it, child. Uh huh. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. Uh Uh, Bye, everybody.
Love y'all. Bye. <laughs>ever been around another person who used a word or phrase that you were absolutely certain that you should know, but you didn't? Well, of course you have. Hey, don't worry, nerd, because we've got some great news for you. You're about to learn something brand new, and this will be useful. Not like that throwaway knowledge like math or science. This is the real world, bub, and you need to be able to hold your own in a nerdy conversation. So pull up a chair and pay attention, because LTN's got another nerdy definition for you. Over the next few weeks, LTN is going to help you better understand the terminology used in Call of Duty Warzone, an online first-person shooter battle royale game, otherwise known as an FPS BR. So let's go ahead and start by explaining that last sentence. Call of Duty is a war-based video game franchise currently boasting 45 titles in its lineup since 2003. These titles range from World War I all the way into the not-too-distant future. It has quickly become a title synonymous with the very next phrase that we need to know, first-person shooter. An FPS, not to be confused with the other term in the nerd world meaning frames per second, is a video game from the first-person point of view of a character carrying a weapon, usually a gun, but may also include a melee weapon or a throwable like a grenade or a hatchet. And to round out the hat trick, you'll need to know what a battle royale is, or BR for short. These games are commonly played online as a part of a closed environment with defined borders. In this game mode, the player will try to stay alive as long as they possibly can, often seeking out some sort of health boost, armor, or upgraded weapons in order to help them be the last person or team standing at the end of the game. Now, this is just the beginning, but by the end, we hope that you'll be able to understand the foreign language that is Warzone speak. Because, well, you understand that reference. the back row morning show i'm radio matt and i'm mo and today on the show what's a tooth going for these days coming up next it's junk food tuesday but before we do anything else i've got You're five right. random facts for you <laughs> what's that tooth going for these what's days what's a tooth going for these days Some, something like hannibal would ask <laughs> <laughs> uh i got five facts about milk because it's Milk Day Got or something. Uh, a cow produces an average of 6.3 gallons of milk daily. A day? Holy a day. moly. Mm-hmm. No wonder uh, there's so much milk. 350,000 glasses of milk in a lifetime. Mm-hmm. I can't get my brain around how much milk that is. It's a lot of milk. For per cow. Per cow. Wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> per cow to get was that a was that a play on per capita? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hilarious. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go with that. We'll go with hilarious. <laughs> Say I'm funny and mean it. You're funny. You didn't mean it. <laughs> 
same amount of calcium you would receive in one glass of milk, you can eat a fourth of a cup of broccoli, seven oranges, or (laughs) six slices of wheat bread. I'll take the fourth of a cup of broccoli. Thank you. It's not really that much. I love washing down a brownie with seven full oranges. (laughs) (laughs) Chocolate brownies and oranges are, they go... Very well together. <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. Uh, cows eat about 100 pounds of food per day and drink 50 gallons of water to help produce the necessary amount of milk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have to, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, cows are more valuable for their milk, butter, cheese, and yogurt than beef. I, I could see that. I could believe that. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. And lastly, an average American consumes 25 gallons of milk a year. Yeah, yeah. <gasps> hundred really, bits. Really? Really? <laughs> really? Need to get used to those. Thank you, Oriole Jedi, for the hundred bits for Moe's per calpita joke. Thank you. <laughs> It doesn't matter if I think you're funny. Other people think you're funny. Huh. <laughs> huh. Brian is the real MVP. <laughs> there is one thing Bo and I can't deny. We love junk food. And later in the show, we I've got a whole taste rest of a line uh-huh. to get through. <laughs> <laughs> and each week, we like to discuss new and upcoming junk foods. What was that other noise? Oh, uh, one bit from Lark. Thank you, one bit from Lark. Uh, all right. Junk foods, here we go. I always miss it. So I wanted to make sure I had it this time. One thing, what would I get today is we love junk food. Anyway, guess what? You know what? Here we go later in the show. All right. First thing that has been spotted or recently announced Fruit Loops Ice Pops, which uh, come in like it's a three-layered color thing, you know, like they do on some popsicles, but they would all taste the same, because Fruit Loops all taste the same, right? Can't imagine that would be different flavors. We've had this discussion before, haven't <laughs> we? We've talked about how Fruit Loops is all... It's one, one flavor. flavor. Yeah. It's not actually... Mm-hmm. Should we do a taste test of that, like a blindfold thing? I like Fruit Loops. Yeah, I'm I'm actually a fan of Fruit Loops. What I'm not a fan of is when people spell their wrong. Did I what? When people spell their wrong. Did I spell their wrong? No, you didn't. Okay, what are we talking about? <laughs> oh, Kaylee, <laughs> Kaylee in our Twitch chat. Every every show on on Tuesday, our Tuesday shows are always broadcast on Twitch. Not on Tuesday, but when we record them. <laughs> Could I be more confusing? Uh, she says, stop it, Mo. <laughs> okay, next up. All right, yeah, yeah. I see yeah. mermaid. It says merman on there, and I misspelled that. Uh, merman, mermaid and baby narwhal freeze tubes, which is essentially ICs in a, like a little popsicle push-up tube. Uh, but both flavors are mystery flavors. They're two different flavors, but you don't know what they are. Which is strange. It's usually like a flavor you know and a mystery flavor to get people to buy it. Who's going to want to buy two things that they have no idea if they're going to like them? That's the thing. Here's. <laughs> what? What's the thing, Mo? Tell this me the is thing. Something that has been driving me crazy with these new, like, what's the word I'm looking for? Trendy, like. 
anyway, if you're going to do a new flavor, it has to be something that actually has a flavor, like that we know what the flavor is. Mermaid? What the crap does a mermaid taste like? What's a, a baby, baby narwhal? I don't want to know. Like, <laughs> How did you find out what these tasted like? Exactly. <laughs> Unicorn flavored things, huh? What? I don't get it. I, it it's this new trend yeah, that people are doing and things. it drives me Crazy. <laughs> the new Target store brand Favorite Day is coming out with Favorite Day Gourmet Ice Creams. Uh, the first one that stood out to me was their new Midnight Mix, which is a vanilla ice cream with cookie crumb swirls, oatmeal cookie pieces, chocolate M&M-ish candies, and chocolatey pretzels. Sounds good. That sounds great. Yeah. But they've come out with several more, uh, like, uh, not common flavors for ice cream. Uh, s'mores, caramel cold brew, peanut butter cookies and cream, tiramisu, caramel brownie cake batter, brookie dough. Amaretto, amaretto, cherry chocolate, blueberry cheesecake, double dark chocolate mint, key lime pie, triple chocolate truffle, and a flavor I've never seen before, double vanilla. Okie dokie. How you do a double vanilla? I'm interested, and I would like to try it. <laughs> uh, mermaid tastes like fish and human. <laughs> <laughs> Topher's hilarious. See, Topher's funny. I don't know how. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Uh, Twitch is fun. All right. S'mores Oreos are back. Uh, S'mores Oreos have graham cracker cookies, chocolate, and marshmallow creams, two layers of cream. Uh, those are back. Starbucks has a new strawberry funnel cake frappuccino. I have seen this, and apparently the calorie count in it is astronomical. astronomical. Yeah. <laughs> How did we both say the same word? I, I could see it in your brain. I could see it coming out. Weird. Uh, yeah. Weird. It's got powdered sugar <gasps> covered funnel cake pieces. Yeah. Mm-hmm, it does. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. Your son just assaulted you. <laughs> I know he did. That's hilarious. <laughs> Tommy he's, said, thank you. I tried to be tip-toeing. funny. It's kind of hard with these jeans. <laughs> you don't even wear jeans. You only wear no, sweatpants. No, so you're, you're doing a bad. You're doing a bad job. You're helping him out here. <laughs> I knew you were going to go there, too. Like, Please don't. Don't do it. Kaylee, I really am, and it's not because of that comment. <laughs> many he reasons. can tell you why. Many reasons. There's so many reasons to kilt over. Uh, Olympic Oreos uh, are coming. These Oreo cookies have an American flag and Olympic rings on them. And uh, there are three layers of cream. Red, white, and blue layers. They're all going to taste like the normal Oreo layer. But they also have Pop Rock candy in them for that celebratory fireworks feel. I think it could be fun. It could this be is an definitely interesting gonna thing. have to be a taste test. I think that yeah, we do. I think we should get them. Yeah. I think it'll be fun. Yeah. Uh Mountain Dew. This really needs to be a taste test. Mountain Dew Cake Smash. Dew with a rush of artificial cake flavor. Mm-hmm. You want a cake-flavored Mountain Dew? Not even a little bit. It was supposed to be released in 2020 to celebrate 80 years of Mountain Dew, but it was postponed due to the pandemic, so now it's part of celebrating a do-over year. 
<laughs> get it. Get it. Uh, Topher had the do essay. The do essay? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That comes out every year. It's, 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 it's. Does it come out every mm-hmm. year? Every uh, year around uh, summertime. Uh, <laughs> chocolate caramel Captain Crunch. I don't know why we need it. But what's even weirder is now they've also come out with snack pouches of Captain Crunch's chocolatey churro bites. What about Captain Crunch has ever produced churros? Um, They're just now starting a chocolate cereal. I feel like Cinnamon Toast Crunch would be more along the churro line. And they have those. They the have normal the, yeah. churros are from Cinnamon Toast Crunch. But why not Cocoa Puffs chocolatey churros? That makes much more sense. Yeah. This is literally the first time Captain Crunch has had a chocolate cereal at the exact same release time as, oh, and now that he's known for his chocolate, chocolatey churro bites. Yeah, no. It's weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, Halloween always brings us a Halloween. Yeah. Halloween always <laughs> brings a special set of... <laughs> like Larry the Cable Guy. Halloween always brings us a special set of cereals featuring Count Chocula, Booberry, and Frankenberry. But this year, to celebrate 50 years of these monster cereals, they are combining for a Monster Mash cereal. 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 Get it? Monster Mash. It will be featuring Blueberry and Strawberry Cereal Ghost from Booberry and Frankenberry cereals. And then marshmallows of those two, uh, plus Count Chocula, Fruit Brute, and Yummy Mummy. So it's really just like a party. They're getting together. They're going to party. They're gonna Again, what does a mummy taste like? <laughs> uh, this month in super generic media tie-in cereals, we've got Space Jam, a new legacy cereal with berry-flavored cereal balls and bunny and basketball-shaped marshmallows. Welcome to the Space Jam. Inspired. Here's your chance. Do your dance at the Space Jam. All right, all right. That movie was the best, and that soundtrack was baller. That whole thing was fantastic. I believe I can fly. <laughs> yep. They had a, they had a uh, Basketball Jones remake on there. Basketball Jones. I got a Basketball Jones. Oh, no. Cheech and Chong. That one. That's good. Mm. That's a good one. I think you're making it up. No, it's great. You should go listen to it. All right. Uh, <laughs> Cereal-inspired oatmeal is coming out with Cinnamon Toast Crunch, Cocoa Puffs, Tricks, and Lucky Charms flavors with mix-ins. Eh. Could be good. Wouldn't be a taste or a junk food Tuesday without Taco Bell. And they have released, re-released, re-relaunched, re-relaunched, re-re-relaunched. Relaunched. The Naked the word. Chicken Chalupa, <laughs> which is a fried chicken shell. With avocado ranch, cheese, tomato, and lettuce stuffed on the inside. They also have a new Baja Blast Culata. Uh, Baja Blast Freeze with pineapple coconut flavored creamer mixed it's in. not Culata. 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 Whatever. Culata like is pina. a much cooler name. Culata. <laughs> okay. This one I'm super excited for, and I will break keto for it because hot dang. They're coming out in July. Bags of Skittles that are all lime flavored. I don't know why. The best Skittle that they got rid of for green apple garbage that you could find in any other candy. (laughs) What the heck happened? (laughs) Oh, what? We're getting raided. I missed what happened. (laughs) 
said, can we get a petition going to get the naked chalupa some clothes, please? (laughs) (laughs) Welcome, everybody. We're getting raided by Love Thy Nerd. That means, for those of you who are listening to this in the podcast version, that means somebody was watching Love Thy Nerd, and Love Thy Nerd was ending their stream, and they brought everybody over to hang out. Uh, Thank you for coming. We are about halfway through our... Our show, we are talking about upcoming junk foods. Uh, but yeah, thank you. We're getting you. to some good ones, though. Lark's, Lark's throwing out some shout-outs for everybody. Thanks for the raids. Uh, yeah, wow. 16 viewers coming in. And hey. two new followers, Chucky J and Apexus91. I feel like you said that wrong. Apex-us. Apexus. Apexus. Apex-us. 91. Thank you for joining, everybody. You don't get a bag of Skittles with a flavor that already exists. The lime was discontinued. The lime gets its own bag because it's special to those of us. They came out with throwback Skittles a few years ago that were limited edition. That just they were the normal, the the original flavors. They got rid of the green apple, put the lime back in. I bought eight bags and spread them out over a month. They, it was so great. But now a bag of just mm-hmm. the lime. I can't wait. No, I'm with Thray here. Wait. I will take orange Skittle wait. bag all day long. All the wait. other ones can hit the road. <laughs> Wendy's spicy chicken sandwich. Oop, here's the swerve. Flavored Pringles. Here's the swerve. Here's the swerve. <laughs> you thought I was talking about actual Wendy's food. No, I'm talking about Pringles. Pringles. Wendy's spicy chicken Let's Pringles. <laughs> Coming this you, month. Listen, we have proven that Pringles can Pringles can do some pretty banging things. Like, why are you going to go to Wendy's Chicken Sandwich? Now, hold on. Now, hold on. Hold on. They could be good. It could they be could good. be. Yeah, we had those Moa listen. Burger ones, though. Dang. The Moa Burger ones. Mo- Moa Burger ones. But no, 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 no. Who knows the what the flavor really is? Jalapeno onion. The jalapeno Japanese. onion from Japanese. Uh-huh. Man. Mm. Man. They can they can kick butt when they want to. Yeah. They might and they so might knock like this out the park. I feel like they're selling themselves short here. I don't know. They might knock it out the park. I don't know. Uh, they're also this trying one. a pineapple habanero wavy Pringle. That's a future taste time. test yeah, right there. That could, that could work. Red, white, and blue uh, Captain Crunch with star shapes for, oh. you know. Okay. Why not? Uh, and then Mountain Dew has a new exclusive flavor to Witch Witch restaurants, uh, sandwich restaurants, mm-hmm. uh, called Mountain Dew Vibe, which is Mountain Dew with a twist of lemonade, which I feel like they already did a version of this for KFC a long time ago. Really? But I think it got replaced by something else. Huh. But anyway, uh, yeah, those okay. are the foods. Those yeah. are them foods, y'all. Those are them foods. <laughs> All, right. All right. So for our topic today, uh, parent warning, we're going to kind of be pulling back the curtain on some holiday figures, uh, specifically the tooth fairy right now. So <gasps> if you got some littles listening, you might want to stop the show for a bit and come back to the podcast later. Uh, but yes, let's, uh, let's talk about the tooth fairy. The tooth fairy... Is uh, is a mythical creature does not exist who uh, who comes from home to home, checking underneath children's pillows for 
for bones that have fallen out of their face. Listen, listen. <laughs> if anything, the fact that we're pulling the curtain away and I just outright said the Tooth Fairy doesn't exist should bring you joy. Okay? It should bring your children massive amounts of peace. They don't have to worry about some weird person coming up in their room, searching underneath their pillow for the teeth that just fell out of their head. <laughs> One of my favorite comedians, his name's Dusty Slay, and he says, in the trailer park, we had the opposite. We had a guy that would just break into your house, steal your money, and leave teeth. <laughs> but Mom said that that was all right though, because we could always use a couple extra teeth. Well, line up, get the glue. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, this is a story out of uh, Life Hacker. Uh, and it says, you may remember waking up to a quarter or oh, a dollar under your own pillow as a kid. Uh, but the in, there's inflation to consider as well as what your child's friends are receiving and ultimately what you happen to have in your own wallet on any given night. Delta Dental's annual original tooth fairy poll puts the national average at about $4.70 per tooth, which the company says is an all-time high. And varies by region. Uh, it can also differ wildly from family to family. Uh, one parent in the Offspring Facebook community recently asked how how other families handle tooth fairy payments, and the responses varied from a whopping twenty dollars for a first tooth down to one gold dollar coin per chomper. One of the most popular responses in the group was to give a two dollar bill uh, for each tooth because it's from the tooth fairy, after all. Uh, <laughs> so when you were a kid, did you, did you have tooth fairy? I know I've asked you this before, but I've forgotten. I don't, I don't remember. I really don't. I don't remember ever sticking my tooth underneath my pillow and getting anything the next really? day. Really? Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So I remember this a lot. Heck uh, no. I would get a dollar. I would get a dollar every time. No. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've done it with Eli. Uh, Johnny hasn't lost any teeth yet. We've done it with Eli as like a fun thing. He lost his two front teeth and he got, uh, I think, five bucks for each of the front teeth. And then it's just been one dollar for every of the other teeth. Um, but I can tell he already knows that it's us. You know? Like he yeah. doesn't, like he's not. He's like, last last time we mentioned the tooth fairy. He's like, "Is the tooth fairy real?" <laughs> <laughs> and we're like, "Well, do you want to know?" I guess not, because <laughs> he's afraid I'm not going to get that money if they tell me it's not real. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Um, but yeah, when I was a kid, I think I got, I think I got a dollar per tooth. Yeah, I don't think it was a lot. I don't. I sure didn't make bank off of them. I can tell you that. <laughs> so in chat, uh, Thray says I got the special dollar coins. Uh, Lark says she got international coins, which I think Canadian is, two dollar coin ones. I think oh. that's brilliant, honestly, yeah, because I mean it's the tooth fairy. She's supposed to fly around to all the kids, right? So, <laughs> I mean, I think that's smart. That was a good call on. Rachel's parents. <laughs> Kaylee also got the dollar coins. Uh, yeah, you you got to read cool. what Topher said. There you go. What did Topher say? Orange Crush. Yeah. Okay. So what's which we've story? talked about this before. We don't we don't do we don't do mythical creatures <laughs> in our house. Um, Easter Bunny, Ho- holiday fairy, figures, holiday figures. There we go. Man in the red suit. 
Not so much. Um, so whenever my kids lose a tooth, we typically say, okay, we'll take you to the Allsup's, the gas station, and you can get a piece of candy, which <laughs> cracks me up, like the thought process of it, because... Yeah, we're just making the teeth fall out faster. Let's get that next one. But Topher, Start working on that next one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Topher isn't, um, he enjoys candy, but not, not so much. And so he requested an Orange Crush. And that's what he got, a liter thing of Orange Crush. A, liter, a two yeah. liter thing? Yeah. Goodness gracious. Why not? That's a lot. That, that will ruin a teeth. I mean, and really, right when you consider how much I'm paying for candy or... A Coke. Oh, yeah. A two um, liter. Yeah. I'm, That's nothing at that point. I'm definitely giving my kids like five <laughs> bucks per tooth, but still. That's pretty good. Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, uh, let's talk about the Tooth Fairy a bit more. In fact, let's let's talk about all the holidays Ooh, a bit. Stick around. get stuck. There's a time for everything and a season for every activity under the heavens. Ecclesiastes chapter 3 verses 1 through 8 is one of my favorite passages in the entire Bible. It may be one of the most underrated verses if you ask me. It goes on to list how there's a time for love and hate, a time to tear and mend, a time to keep and throw away, a time to be silent and to speak, and a time to weep and a time to rejoice, among many others. For some reason, it seems to be a misconception that strong emotions among Christians means we're not as holy as we should be. That if we struggle with real sadness, we're not truly grateful for the blessings we have. Or if we find ourselves feeling hurt or angry or disappointment, then we're not loving the way we're supposed to be. Ecclesiastes 3 debunks that. In a beautiful this or that comparison, we're reminded that there is a time for strong emotions, but there is an equal time for their counterpart. For every hard aspect of life we face, there's a positive balance we can rely on. Here's the kicker, though. It's a choice. While there's a time to laugh after weeping or a time to dance after mourning, we have to make the choice to walk towards those promises. We have to wake up and determine whether or not our day will be faced with a smile or a frown, and the longer you walk in negativity, the easier it becomes to stay there. Habits form and change is hard, but when we hold fast to the truth in this scripture, we can trust that better days are always on the horizon as long as we don't get stuck in the storm. Back to the Back Row Morning Show. I'm Radio Matt. And I'm Mo. And today we're talking about the Tooth Fairy. But first, before we get back to the topic of the day, we've got a taste test. <laughs> I don't need to worry. It's, it, it'll be fine. We'll all be fine, Mo. Everything will well, be fine. Okay, fine. Well, our normal audio morning show is the main version of the show. We do record our Tuesday shows on the LTN Radio Twitch channel either... The Friday night or Saturday morning before, we interact, <laughs> uh, we interact with Twitch, share some bonus stories, and of course, they get to see our taste test live. So visit twitch.ltnonair.com and give us a follow. My lip got stuck in my teeth. Twitch, hey. <laughs> Visit. 
<laughs> of course, if you don't catch it, I'm glad that was on Twitch too. Everyone could see it. Of course, if you don't catch it, we'll put up some of the highlights and the taste test on our YouTube channel. So follow us there too, youtube.ltnonair.com. Now let's get down to business. Let's get down to business. Today's test test. To defeat the food. All right, I got it. I got it. I got it. Chill out, everybody. I got it. It is brand new Slim Jim. Where's the camera? Right in front right, of Mo. There we go. Back. Slim Jim pork rinds, hog wild barbecue flavor. Slim Jim's gotten into the pork rind buies nass. <laughs> Don't get all up in my buies nass. You ever heard that before? I ain't getting to nobody buies nass. <laughs> oh, okay. They smell. Um, they smell strangely. Uh, they actually smell like crab cakes. Crab cakes? What? They smell like crabs. Get out of here. <laughs> they really do. They're You're telling real, me real. we got crabs? Let me see. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm saying. Hog wild barbecue. Season smoke flavor added colored with paprika. Paprika. It smells like crabs. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, okay. All right. I got my, uh, here's, it's my chicaron. Chicharron. Chicharroni. Not chicharron. My pepperoni. Chicharron. Chicharron. My skin of pig that has been fried and bubblied and then covered in stuff. All right. Chicharron. Give it a shot. Ah, I lost my headphones. <laughs> oh, that noise is good. It's a good noise. Mm-hmm. These are not bad. I'm so glad that Oreo is here. I really am. Crab is a wonderful sweet meat. No, oh, that, no that's was Thray. that was Thray, which she that's is why absolutely you smell crabs correct. Because of the paprika, which is in Old Bay. Hey, you know what? You're not wrong. Mm. This is all right. That's all right. No, it's got a bit of a heat in it too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it does have a little bit of a kick. A little Whoa. kicky. Whoa. <clears throat> Ooh. Ah. Hmm. Ooh. Ah. Got a lot, ah. lot of bit of Ooh, a kick. Ah. <laughs> Do the chicharron dance. Ooh, ah. Ooh, ha. Do you remember Ooh, Megan ha. Kelly's fish? Yeah, <laughs> you can't can't really do that justice with no, the close can't. up. Yeah, that's a good one. Oh man, that's hotter than I expected. That's a, that's a yummy. That's a but yummy little snack. That's pretty good. That's a, that's a yummy little <clears throat> snack. Pretty good. Pretty pretty good. All right, that's that's a buy. Uh, Slim Jim, that's a win. That's a win right there. No also have a, also have no. a squealing hot flavor. <laughs> Does it say that on the back? Yeah. Okay. Squealing hot. If it didn't, I was going to give you props. Okay. Oh, well. Good job. Darn. Good I job. I could have taken credit. Mm, Sorry, said good. milk anyone. No. Mm -mm. Uh, Chucky J in our uh, our chat, who is new to the following. Uh, oh, also a new follower, uh, Delkery. Didn't see that there. Chucky J said pork rinds make great radio, and they sure do. Uh, you know, that's that's a thing that we've we've discussed many times on the show. Is is uh, you know when this actually gets airing on the radio, we're we're just making them hear us eat. Yeah, and. Uh, People seem to like it, <laughs> so we've kept doing it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, Thray, I am lactose intolerant. That's why I was saying no to the milk. Oh gosh, yeah. If, yeah. Uh, <laughs> you should if you if you haven't seen our um, our Christmas video this past year. 
Uh, it's on YouTube. We did it. We did a a, uh, a whole Christmas show where we both watched an old video of us where we both did a pepper stepper cha- challenge where we ate hotter and hotter peppers with milk as like the cooling agent. That wasn't for Christmas though. No, no, no. But we, okay. we watched okay. it. We okay. did the watch yeah, along. You're right. I posted you're right. the watch along. I'm pretty sure. And then we also ate the uh, the death chip. What is it called? The the death chip, the pocky one chip the, challenge. The one chip challenge. We did that, um, but yeah, we watched that thing and we told the story about how she had uh, she had drank all this milk for that challenge uh, because it was so hot. And then by the end of it, she had to go throw up, and she thought it was because it had just chur- churl churned churned churled churned her stomach so much uh, with all the heat and the habanero and everything. And no, it's because her mom called her uh, <laughs> later that week and said. No wonder you threw up. You're lactose intolerant, dummy. <laughs> she didn't actually say dummy, but... But it was in her tone. That is definitely how it felt. So, yeah. Yeah, Mo forgot. But I she did. learned. She learned that day. Yeah. She learned. Yep. And so this past... Yeah. When we did the one chip challenge, I did not drink milk. <laughs> I just stuck my tongue on <laughs> my little pint of bluebell vanilla ice cream. Uh, all right. Let's helped. let's get back to our main topic. So we're going to again remind any parents listening that we are pulling back the curtain on holiday figures. So if you have some little kiddos listening, might want to turn this off and maybe listen to the podcast later. Uh, so we have touched on this before in small detail before our previous shows, uh, usually around Christmas. But we do do things like the Tooth Fairy, the Easter Bunny, Santa Claus differently. And by that I mean we kind of do them in our house and. We you don't. don't do them at all. No. Uh, explain again the reason why. Why don't y'all do it? I don't that? lie to my kids. That's why. <laughs> um, no, it started back when Topher was four. Um, the Christmas that he, actually the Christmas that he turned five. Um, he asked for a video game console. He asked Santa Claus for this video game console. We were unaware that he asked for it. Santa told him, you know what? If you're a good boy, you'll get it. And Topher didn't get it. One, because we didn't know about it. Two, because he was five and didn't need a video game console at that point. Um, And then as we asked him and his brother, you know, what did you think of Christmas? What did you think of all your gifts? Um, they're, They're nice. I like them, but... Was I not a good boy? And we're like, what? Why? Because I didn't get the video game. And Santa said if I was good, I would get the video game. And so Chris and I decided at that point, you know what? Yeah, I can see how that would go wrong. Yeah. Um, we really wanted, we had been struggling that year anyway with taking so much focus off of the real reason for the season. Um, we wanted really to put the focus back on Jesus. And so that just kind of solidified it for us. And then of course, if we're not going to do Santa, then we're not going to do the Easter bunny. We're not going to do the tooth fairy. Uh, are there any others? Um, uh, uh, um, the great pumpkin. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, so Topher didn't like after, after you explained that to him, he didn't like start writing in all his friends of your books. No, uh, Santa's not real. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, so um, we actually had to make it very clear. And Mila wasn't even born then. So she has gone her entire life never 
Okay, so I get the question I wanted to get to is is how do we? It's not really easy to handle this. Some parents don't mm-hmm. do these myth- mythical beings uh, for one reason or another. Yeah. Some go all out with these characters, like making that, especially like Santa. You know, making it the the main reason you're trying to convince your kid to be good. You know, uh-huh. and, and saying, you know, you better. Santa's always watching, you know, that kind of stuff. Like, we never do that with our kid. Yeah. We're never like, hey, you better behave. Santa's watching. He's not going to bring you anything. You know, we don't do that kind of stuff. We, we, you know, it's a fun thing. You go to the mall, tell him what you might like, and, you know, yeah. that's about it. Yeah. Um, and then there are some that are just kind of in the middle, you know, and you do it for lighthearted fun, not super devoted to it. Right. How do we handle our kids interacting with families who do the opposite of whatever our family does? Well, and for me, I think that that really opened up a door for my kids to be understanding of other families because right away we were able to explain, you know, we don't celebrate Santa Claus. And at the time we lived in Italy. And so we talked about the true history of Santa and who Santa was and the different cultures and what they believe, you know? Um, but so, and we still watch movies with Santa Claus. If we see Santa Claus in the mall and the kids want to go say hi or get a picture. Sure. Absolutely. We don't act as if Santa is like the devil, you know? Right. Satan. Right. We just don't. It's an anagram. Yeah. Our our (laughs) kids just know that Christmas gifts come from, us and family. Right. Um, but we were able to explain, you know, just because this is how we choose to celebrate doesn't mean this is how everybody chooses to celebrate Christmas. And there are different variations. And if someone says that Santa Claus brought them gifts, then we let them believe that Santa Claus brought them gifts. Okay. There's nothing wrong with that. Thankfully, it's it's worked out okay. Yeah. But then you've had like stories, I think it was not last Christmas, but the Christmas before where we had that that pastor Walk into the mall, just yeah. yelling up and down, Santa's not real, Santa's not real. Yeah. Making all the kids cry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So there was also, I want to say it was last Christmas that Mila, she had a group Gave of, you her heart? Oh, yeah. <laughs> but the very you. next day. Um, she had away. a group of four little girls. They were really good friends. And three of the girls... You know, Mila, of course, grew up never believing in Santa Claus. The other two had grown out of it, if you will. But there was one who still believed. Mm -hmm. And so the three girls are talking about it. And Mila says something along the lines of, yeah, we've never we've never done Santa Claus in our house. And the girl's mom texts me a couple days later. And she's like, I just need you to know that my daughter is so sad for Mila and for you because you guys (laughs) Don't know the joy of Santa Claus. (laughs) And I was like, oh, well, I'm glad that she's sad for us and she feels sorry for us in that way. But please reassure her that we're not missing out on anything. Wait, you don't know about Santa? You don't know what Santa does? She was so, so upset. So So, upset. I mean, the, the, the... The way that we're handling it, like with Santa, with the Tooth Fairy, like I said, you know, we we don't really make a big deal out of that. We don't, you know, hold the Tooth Fairy. You know, we kind of make it clear that it's us. Yeah. Without ever giving it away. Uh, Easter Bunny, that's just a a goofy thing that we leave a gift. We don't hype the Easter Bunny either. We definitely don't visit no Easter Bunny like we do sitting on Santa's lap. We don't go sit on no Easter Bunny lap. That's a nightmare fuel situation right it's there. That's true. <laughs> Most Easter bunnies just look creepy. But with Santa, uh, we're, we're going to be doing what? 
my wife's parents did, which was anytime that the child asks, is, is Santa actually real? The response is, there are some things that adults know about Santa that children don't. And if you think you're ready or when you think you're ready, we'll tell you about them. And then when that time comes, you explain, you know, there is a reason why all the different movies that you've seen about Santa are different and tell a different story. There's a reason why there's a, a Santa in our mall who looks different from a Santa you see, you know, ringing a bell on a street corner. It's because Santa is not one person. There was an original Santa Claus of St. Nicholas, mm -hmm. but since then, it has been a group effort of everybody to spread joy, give gifts, be of good cheer, and essentially do what the original St. Nicholas wanted to do, which was bless people with gifts as a symbol of Jesus who blessed us with the gift of you know salvation, eternal life, mm -hmm. all that. And that as adults, or when we get to the point where we're ready to learn the truth about Santa, you become Santa Claus too. And so now when Eli, you know, which I'm assuming will be the first, says that like now you get to help us be Santa Claus to your little brother and sister. Yeah. And so now they get to be a part of it. It becomes kind of a traditional thing as opposed to a mythical thing. Yeah. Which I thought when my when my wife told me that that's how that went uh, in her family, I'm like, that is brilliant yeah. and honest mm -hmm. and a perfect way of interpreting that. So that is the, really good. Yeah, that is so really with good the, with the tooth fairy. <laughs> Forget that person. <laughs> the tooth fairy is the Rock, and we all know this from the movie The Tooth Fairy, starring yeah. Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it or all the makes sense. the lesser sequel. Uh, Tooth Fairy 2, when uh, Larry the Cable Guy inherited. <laughs> yeah. Truthfully, it only makes sense. Um, but I do think that it's good to... And I think probably your wife's family did this because they spent time in Germany, spent time yeah. overseas as well. And just having that extra understanding of the different cultures, and especially the origin of Santa Claus, St. Yeah. Nick. Um, you know, I think that's important. And for our kids to understand culture and history, you know, and how they work together, that, that to me is far greater than having them from, you know, Halloween until Christmas be on their quote unquote best behavior because they're afraid somebody's watching. Because let's be honest, that's as long as that's actually going to work from Halloween to, right. to Christmas Eve. You can't be up in July like, Santa Claus is watching, and I got five more months until I got to worry about I that. Can, I can tip the scale back the other way in this time. Right, exactly. Don't worry about it, Mom. <laughs> um, we also really wanted for our kids to know and understand that, you know, for the longest time, Chris, but Chris and I work hard throughout the year and yeah. there are sacrifices that we make and we take great consideration in what we get them yeah. for Christmas. That that's another little little change of what we do as I would think generally families do. Santa Claus does not give the big gift. Yeah. For us, Santa Claus gives them a small gift, something they would like, but something that's relatively inexpensive. Mom yeah. and dad give you the big gifts. Yeah. Grandma and grandpa also. But yeah. <laughs> mostly mom and dad. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, Santa Claus is more of a 
hey, they brought you a gift and he brought you a gift too. Mm -hmm. And for me, it's been really fun. And you'll probably even get to see this as your kids get older. But the last two Christmases specifically, being able to see our kids and them really get into the nature of giving Mm -hmm. and not just giving to give, but to take consideration and careful thought into what they're picking out for their siblings, you know, and then I take them to get a gift for Chris and Chris takes them to get a gift for me to see them put thought into that, to say, you know what, mom and dad put thought into it all year. They think about the things that they want to get us. It's intentional. It's purposeful to see that kind of carry out. Yeah. To them, you know, because Santa Claus isn't just picking things off of a shelf from his endless supply of toys in the workshop <laughs> for whatever kid he wants. No, it it's something that's done with purpose and intentionality from people who love you and care about you. Yeah. You know, so. Now, there is a broader discussion to be had when it comes to interacting with families of faith, you know, and the, the fear that uh, letting your kids believe in Santa Claus, Tooth Fairy, Easter Bunny, all these kind of things. And then having them find out that they're not real puts in a jeopardy everything you've taught them about God and Jesus yeah. as well. It's making, well, are those mythical beings as well? Uh, but that is not a discussion we're going to have today. <laughs> we'll save that uh, for probably closer to Christmas time. Um, but uh, just wanted to be a little bit more lighthearted today. I appreciate uh, that. Especially after our COVID episode yesterday. Yes. It's always a, it's always a bear to do a COVID-focused episode. It wasn't uh, that bad. <laughs> but we're going to take one more break. Don't go anywhere. When we come back, we're going to answer a question you've been dying to ask us, I'm sure. More Backroom Morning Show to come. Stick around. What's up, nerd? You digging this podcast? Well, the audio enjoyment doesn't end there. Visit LTNOnAir.com and make LTN Radio your new go-to for the best Christian rock, rap, pop, and indie, as well as our exclusive LTN shows and podcasts, some of which air on the station before they're available anywhere else. Visit LTNOnAir.com to listen now and find the link to our app. Now back to the show. Welcome back to the Back Row Morning Show as things are winding down for the day. But first, we're going to answer a question you've been dying to ask, I think, from Twitch. <laughs> this question Something. comes from Library Night. What is one thing you wish your kids understood about life? Mo already has an answer in the in the chamber, so I'll All let right. her shoot off first. Here, here is the answer. I wish that my kids understood that I am not their enemy. That the things that I do and the decisions I make are not because I don't want for them to have some amount of joy in their life, that I don't love them, that I don't care about them. In fact, the decisions that I make, the things that I do are because I want them to have joy and because I love them and care about them. They may be hard. They may be tough. It may seem like I am frustrated and angry and impatient because a lot of times I am, but that is because of how much I love and care about them. I can't give a better answer than that, uh, because that's pretty accurate. And my children are much younger, uh, but I feel the same way. So mm-hmm. uh, we will answer one more we have here. Uh, Topher asked a question, and he was upset because it was even on topic, and we didn't choose it. So we're gonna we're gonna answer it too. <laughs> way to be codependent. So Matt. if you had to come up with another mythical being for a holiday that doesn't have one, what would it be, and why? Okay, 
So let's think. St. Patrick's Day has leprechaun. Yeah. Easter has Generic the Easter bunny. Halloween. Doesn't really officially have one. It has associated monsters. I don't think we could say the Great Pumpkin is one because Val- that was really just a Peanuts yeah. thing. Valentine's Day has Cupid. Cupid. I forgot all about Cupid. I Okay, so really, I think for New Year's, it should be the New Year baby. That's already a thing. But it's not, it's not a mythical. No, it, it is. Like it's not. Okay, never mind. Then. It is. <laughs> you see him. You see the old, the old. Okay, the then old what holiday doesn't have year. anything associated with it? I mean, even Groundhog Day has Punxsutawney Bill. pick weird holidays. What? Holy the National Donut Day Donut Hole. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No. I don't want to play this game. <laughs> I don't like this anymore. Um, I can't even think of another. Uh, Kaylee, the chat is trying to annoy you. Earth I think, Day, by saying okay. New Year's. Earth Day. So. <laughs> July Fourth. That's a good one. Oh, July Fourth. Kaylee says July Fourth. Um. Boomy, the three-fingered, <laughs> the three-fingered <laughs> fireworks attendant. The three- the three-fingered hillbilly. <laughs> I can say it. I'm a hillbilly. I'm allowed to say it. That's derogatory. I'm allowed to say it. <laughs> Gosh. Mo's birthday deserves its own character. Oh, Mo is her own character. <laughs> but Kaylee's younger sister and I share a birthday. Oh, okay. We're birthday twins. So, yeah. Um, Rocketeer, Rocketeer the, the Rocket. Okay, okay. Who is this kid? <laughs> He's busy thinking maybe, up really clever maybe, ideas instead of doing if you homework. Put <laughs> as much effort. Don't into don't, your... don't call him out. Don't call him out. He's a good boy. He's a good boy. Topher is a good boy. Hey guys, uh, that's gonna do that for this this segment. Uh, let's end with our verse for the day. I'm doing homework. I promise. Our verse <laughs> for the day is Psalm one eighteen eight. It is better to take refuge in the Lord than to trust in man. That's going to do it for our show today. Be sure to check out all of what we do online at lovethynerd.com. We've got amazing articles on all things nerdy, as well as this show, LTN Radio, and our other podcasts and videos. If you'd like to directly support our mission to become a financial partner with Love Thy Nerd, and specifically with LTN Radio, then please visit lovethynerd.com slash partner and choose LTN Radio from the drop-down menu. Love Thy Nerd is a qualifying 501c3 nonprofit organization, and your gift is tax-deductible. As always, make sure you're following us on all the socials at at the back row LTN, at LTN on air, and at Love Thy Nerd. To get more involved with the show and our other projects, and to continue the conversation, you can join our Discord at backrowdiscord.com. You can also find us hanging out at Love Thy Nerd Community Facebook group and at lovethynerd.com slash discord. Lastly, remember that we air first exclusively on LTN Radio, ltnonair.com, every Monday through Thursday at 8 a.m. Eastern with an encore at 10 a.m. But if you miss a day or just can't catch the show live, find the Macro Morning Show podcast version on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, etc. Subscribe, rate five stars, and leave a review. All of that helps us out immensely. We'll be back tomorrow morning, and we hope you will too. Mo, final thought. Rocketeer the Rocket. That is <laughs> the new mascot for Fourth of July. All right. Once again, I'm Radio Matt. And I'm Mo. And remember, if nobody else tells you, we promise that it's true. Jesus, Jesus loves, loves you, nerds. Nerd. Oh, slow on the uptake there. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs>
words.